Tennessee State head coach Eddie George. The Tigers went to uh, FCS nationally ranked Eastern Washington. Came up seven points short this weekend. They're going to take on 13th ranked Jackson State Southern Heritage Classic in uh, Memphis. So, Coach, just some thoughts on your team, and then we'll go to these questions. Oh, yeah. You know, we love, learned a lot from last week. Um, we clean up a lot of some things um, that we need to work on from a discipline standpoint. Um, felt like uh, coming out, we had some people did some good things, put ourselves in a position to win, um, but just uh, not taking care of the ball uh, in certain situations. Um, you can't give a team like that life um, on the road. And um, that's, that's the main thing I took away from. But I thought our boys fought hard. You know, we prepared for the game. They were emotionally engaged. Uh, overcame a lot of adversity from losing most of our defensive starters in the first half, some injuries and uh, penalties. Um, and we found a way to come back in the second half, uh, down by 10 to tie it up and give ourselves a chance to, to win the game. So uh, early on in the first game, you know, I like the resilience. I like the fight. And typically you want to see, you see your most improvement from week one to week two. And, uh, and it uh, couldn't come at a better time for them against the opponent that definitely gets your attention. So, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of where we are right now. Thanks, Coach. We have some questions. We'll go to Zach from uh, the Blue Bloods first. Go ahead, Zach. How you doing, Coach? How you doing today? Uh, not too bad. I got, I got a few questions for you. The first one's about your running back. Uh, Devon Starling had a huge day, over 200 yards rushing. Can you speak a little bit about his development and the season you expect him to have after coming out and being one of the top running backs in the country last week? Well, I mean, it's game one. And uh, Devon had a uh, camp where he was devoted to second strength. Uh, because he wasn't doing what he was asked to do. And quite frankly, we thought that Rouse and uh, Jalen Rouse uh, had a better game coming out. And uh, we explained to both of them that, you know, it's 1A, 1B, and whoever fills out has a hot hand is going to roll with it. And Devon and I talk, talked about the things we to work on, you know, getting more vertical, um, challenging uh, uh, defenders. Uh, you know, he's, he's a bigger back. You know, now he's added by um, – 10 to 15 pounds of muscle in the offseason. So finally, much better behind his pads. And he had a day where, you know, he, he imposed his will. And the uh, day for him, but it's a long season. My expectation is for all of our backs, they're going to have a role in some capacity. You know, um, one guy, maybe Ron this week, maybe somebody else next week. Um, that's what we try to pride ourselves on is to be uh, physical uh, with our running our run. And the follow-up is you have another top 15 matchup this week against a really good Jackson State team. I don't know how much film you and the staff have got to look at yet. What are some of the biggest challenges that you are expecting to have to face this weekend against Jackson State? I mean, they, they pose a mighty threat. It's an all-star quarterback, Shador. Um, he, he's surgical in the pocket. And uh, knows exactly what to do with football. He's, he's, he's smart. His football IQ is it's, it's not – on the level where a college kid should be, it's more on a professional level uh, in terms of knowing where to go with the ball, knowing where, where his pressure is coming from, knowing where he needs to go. He has total command of the offense, very efficient in the pocket. I mean, you look at it uh, on tape, and he, he very rarely makes mistakes. Uh, and he's a disseminator of, of the offense, getting the ball into the hands of the playmakers. And they've improved. I mean, dramatically last year, I mean, 
they were great last year, but this year they've added a few pieces to that offense that, you know, they're explosive. You saw how they can put half a hundred on you in a hurry. Um, defensively, they're more athletic. Um, they have a lot of team speed. Um, they play with great discipline and leverage. Uh, and it's, it's going to be a challenge for us, for sure. I mean, we have our hands full this week coming up. And my final question here, and I appreciate you answering all these, Coach, is you spoke about a little bit about the injuries last week. Where, where where does your team stand, and how many of those guys do you expect to have back this weekend against Jackson State? I expect us to be back. I mean, we're a little banged up. And, uh, you know, I told them, I said, hey, kiss it, throw some dirt on it, let's go. You know, we can walk, we can run. It's a little sore. Hey, it's football. It's football bruises. That's what it's about. And we uh, played a physical game. I mean, <laughs> Eastern Washington, they're, they're used to playing, they're used to playing big bully ball. And they're used to that. So, and that's, that comes along with it. So I, I, I anticipate on, anticipate us having uh, most of our guys back, um, you know, and they're a little banged up, but they'll be fine, I think, once the trouble gets going and get out from the field and get the dance and, and uh, get ready to rock and roll. Thank you, Coach. We got Mike Organ up next. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Eddie, you just answered my first question about injuries because I was concerned about especially some of those defensive guys. So I'll go to my second question. When you got this job, you and Dion's relationship was beyond amicable. Uh, you were both uh, admired each other, very uh, 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 friendly with each other. Where does it stand now after a, after a year of, of battle and uh, Two different kinds of approaches. I'll ask you that after they answer this question. But where does your relationship stand with uh, with Dion right now? Oh, it's still still great. Um, I call Dion right now. Have a very good cordial conversation without talking about ball. So it's it's, it's professional. And in this profession, we know um, what we're trying to do, what we're trying to accomplish at both universities. Um, but when it's time to compete, we compete and. It's no different than us playing against each other. You know, you're competitive for 60 minutes. After the game, you can have a beer or a coat, whatever, share stories and talk and, and build and grow as men. I mean, the one thing about us is that, you know, once you're in that fraternity of the NFL and there's a mutual respect, you know how to compete without being disrespectful. And um, that's, that's the one thing that I preach to my guys is that, we're going to compete but not be disrespectful, you know, to one another. And you kind of, you know, right from wrong and so forth. But uh, Dion and I are, are really good friends, and, and uh, it's an opportunity for us to, to get busy this weekend building the show. You two are, are doing the same thing, basically, helping to revive <clears throat> HBCU programs, two former pros that have gone back to, uh, to, to this level, but you've done it in much different ways. Talk about the differences and and why you've chosen your path. Well, my path is big. It all stems from my experiences, um, my experiences as a player, my experiences as a business person, um, and that's it. I, I really can't speak on you know, what his approach is outside of what I see on, on uh, social media. Uh, social media presence is very strong, um, and that's that's fine. You know, um, I choose to do different way um, in terms of um, just being about execution, you know, really pushing the needle, getting, getting in the meetings, uh, pushing the envelope externally in the business community, uh, challenging our administration. You know, um, 
I, I like to go and meet with the people and talk to them about these issues and get the people who have action. So, um, and, and that's okay. I mean, people who don't have necessarily have to see that. You know, I'm not one to promote that. And it's not a right or wrong to either approach. But the bottom line is, are you moving the Are this change happening? And um, his approach has been very uh, efficient. It has been very appropriate. It's, it's uh, caused a lot of attention. And he's making noise and having progress in building a, a very um, solid program, uh, championship program that you have to admire. And he, is, he, made, he makes Jackson State a, um, a national brand. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have – I don't necessarily – uh, envy or have jealousy behind what he's doing, I think it's remarkable. Um, but I'm still able to move the way I choose to move, and I'm comfortable. Anybody else questions uh, for Coach George? Coach, this is JT Keith. Um, they're physical uh, up front a lot more than they were last year. Um, how do you combat that and their speed as well? Just got to line up and play ball. You know, I mean, I can't. Football's a physical sport. And uh, we saw them last year, you know. Uh, we're well aware of how physical they are. And as far as the speed goes, you know, we just hope to keep, keep up with them. Anybody else for Coach? Coach George, Avery Brax with ABC24 here in Memphis. Um, just wanted to get some of your thoughts on um, the pageantry and the history that you've kind of gotten uh, accustomed to with the Southern Heritage Classic as you've been involved with TSU now the last uh, couple of years? Well, last year was my first year, second year going in, um, second year in, in, at the Southern Heritage Classic, uh, something that our fan base definitely looks forward to every single year, uh, both fan bases, both schools, which uh, tradition in, in terms of um, game that's played Matches that have been had uh, over the past few years. So, this is another chapter in that great tradition and uh, in terms of the game's concerned. And it's an honor to be a coach in it. It's an honor to lead these young men in it. And I, I talked to him the other day. I said, This is the last one for a while. And uh, you want to make history, here's your opportunity to do that. And uh, we're excited to, to be playing this weekend against Jackson State and the Southern Harris Classic. Hopefully, um, it won't be a long time before we get back together again but um, you know we'll see what happens in the future what kind of has been your thoughts on everything surrounding that kind of controversy as it as it being the last southern heritage classic as it stands between tsu and, and jackson state well i understand the business side and um if one party feels like it's uh not being compensated fairly um and you want to um explore a new business structure absolutely I mean, I get it, you know, uh, looking at it, coming into it for the first time last year, um, wasn't a great deal of transparency on how the game was divided. I mean, I'm, I'm more, I'm more concerned about, hell, I got to get guys eligible and, you know, trying to figure out getting uniforms and white socks for my players versus, you know, how the, the money is split. But after a year in and looking at it, you can kind of say, okay, well, this doesn't benefit. There's not a win-win here. Where's the win-win? So I understand that side, and um, I don't see it being egregious or a slight towards Tennessee State. I think it's more or less, you know, looking at all parties, how all been 
probably versus one particular entity. So that's that part, you know, I get. Thank you, Coach. Coach, appreciate your time this morning. Best of luck on Saturday. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you soon.